You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far, he'll change your oil or fix your flat. And he'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage coming to you live and clear from... uh, the Zoomer Center. Way the downtown. Zoomer Center down here. here in Liberty Village in yeah. beautiful T.O. It's nice down here. It's not snowing. The sun is out. And uh, Norris McDonald is joining us today. He is the editor emeritus. I can't spell it, but I can say it. Thank I thought he was much. Canadian. <laughs> from the Toronto <laughs> Star. Sorry, what did you say? Emeritus. Isn't that from the land of the home of the free and the brave? <laughs> no, no, that's Americus. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Told you I couldn't spell it. Uh, Dave McLean, he's also going to be calling in from the auto show. This yeah. is going to be the auto show edition of the show. Uh, Dave is the general manager, puts the whole show together. and uh, Does a fabulous job. Yeah, right. I, 24-7. Can you imagine moving a 1,000 cars plus? And getting all this stuff the, in. Like the all ma- these... Yeah, yeah. And all in the right place. Without scratching them. That's the big thing. Well, there's more than that. Also, like getting these uh, uh, new models in, all these specialty cars. Yes, the how about the classic cars? cars that are worth hundreds That's of thousands right. of dollars? I'd be nervous about and that, eh? Trevor Hutchison from Crown is going to join us. Trevor said that one of our callers is going to get a $50 coupon Woo-hoo. for our service, so we're going to take care of that. And then the, and they are, they are offering some new services, too, that yeah. Trevor's going to talk about. That's a secret. We'll talk about it later. Shh, shh, and uh, we're giving tickets, away tickets, tickets to the auto show. He remembered. Mm-hmm. Right. So, awesome. Good boy. Woof, woof. If you're going to be uh, want some free tickets, we've got about half a dozen to give away. Dozen, half a dozen pairs, is that right? You make it up as you go along. Okay, we have enough. tickets to give away. All right. So davescornergarage.com. You can enter on your cell phone. You can enter on your computer. But if you enter, you can win. If you don't enter, we don't care. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you can't win and if you your can't. name ain't in. How do we endear your listeners in one easy swap? Boom. We've Boom. got a full show, lots of information. We've got the phone lines are filling up. Oh, yeah, we got and, callers uh, already. This Norris is, exciting. is here. We're going to talk about 50 years of F1 going on at the auto show. F1? And we've got some serious calls. Easy. Yeah, F1. Oh, easy. Formula, Formula. Oh, oh, Okay, easy. you scared me. We get in trouble so often Alrighty. around here. We'll be right back. Alan, take us out. Take us this out. This is Dave's Garden Garage. garage. We're out of here, and hopefully, we'll be right back. You know, time does fly. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage, by the way. 
<laughs> Time does fly. Uh, we've got 50 years of F1 in Canada. Norris, is, you're going to tell us about the display at the auto show? Absolutely. Thanks for having yeah. me on this morning, by the way. Uh, you know, the nice thing about the Canadian International Auto Show, as well as being an auto show yep. with all of the cars that are on sale in the country on display, uh, there are always a couple of really interesting extra added attractions. Oh, absolutely. And the art and the automobile mm -hmm. exhibit, for example, you were mentioning, you know, cars that are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Sure. And this year that display is focusing on mm -hmm. 150 years of manufacturing and collecting in wow. Canada because it is the 150th anniversary of the country. And we're celebrating over on the racing side uh, 50 years of Grand Prix racing, Formula One in Canada. The first Formula One race in Canada mm -hmm. took place at Mosport Park in August 1967, centennial year. Mm -hmm. I was and, there. And all of the greats of that time, Jimmy Clark, Graham Hill, Chris Amon, Denny Holm, Jack Brabham, who went on to become Sir Jack Brabham, etc. Ronnie Peterson. Uh, no, he came on no, a, a couple later. years later. later yeah. A couple okay. years later. How about Jackie Stewart? Ronnie was he in that Jackie race? Stewart was in that first race. Okay, you're cool. absolutely yeah, yeah. right. And uh, we had two Canadian drivers in the race: Epi Wheatsons of Willowdale yeah. mm -hmm. and the late Al Pease, who was a commercial artist from Toronto, sports car champion in the country. His sponsor Castrol said. Got a Formula One race in Canada. You're in it, Al. Wow. Uh, he didn't do all that well mm -hmm. because, you know, essentially local drivers can shine. But when you put them up against the best in the world, world yeah. you sometimes get left a little bit in the dust. But let me tell you very quickly, you know, car races just don't happen. It's like a radio program. You have to have producers. You have to have directors. You have to have people going and selling the advertising to keep it on the air. Team effort, it's exactly I think. the same thing. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, managed to get a number of cars that have raced in the Canadian Grand Prix will be on display. We have photographs that were taken over the years. Uh, we have people who were involved in the very, very first race at Mosport in 67, right up to the present. And the interesting thing is Francois de Montier, who is now the promoter of the Canadian Grand Prix or the Grand Prix du Canada, mm -hmm. as it's now called in Montreal, Montreal. Um, is bringing his promotion and marketing team to the Canadian International Auto Show oh, cool. and are going to kick off the promotion for this year's race right here in Toronto. Wow, that's great. So, wow. yeah, and... On top of that, the cherry on the cake is that the Villeneuve family is coming. Jacques Villeneuve, mm -hmm. who was our one and only world driving champion, will be in Toronto. His mother, Joanne, who is the widow of the great, wonderful Gilles Villeneuve, mm -hmm. and his sister, uh, Melanie, are going to be here. And an un I didn't even know this, and I know lots of stuff about car racing. Gilles Villeneuve, when he started out, was a Ford guy. And he drag raced Ford's. Ford Mustang cars really? at this auto show in this special exhibit. We have a 1970 Ford Boss Mustang that's been restored, but that Gilles had in Monaco when he was in wow. Formula One for Ferrari. And he kept it hidden in his garage and would go down and tinker with it. <laughs> so you had Ferrari Gilles was really 
in, in, in under, under the skin was a Ford guy. <laughs> well, so but before terrific. that, he was actually a snowmobile racer. Though, yeah, he was right? a snowmobile. He was he was the classic guy who needed speed in every part of his life, you and know, I'm talking about legal speed. Here. I talked to his son once, and he said. I said, how come you guys are so fast? He says, we go until we crash and then we back off a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Jill always said that, yeah, in order to find the limit, you go as hard as you can until you spin. Yep. And then you know that you've got to hold, <laughs> you just got to back off a little bit. We were talking but we're really about... excited about this exhibit and invite everybody down to see it. And again, the art and the automobile exhibit is really going to be wonderful. Back in 77, I was involved in starting the Honda Michelin Series, uh-huh. which ran Absolutely. for 18 years. Yeah. And uh, we ran a team of six cars, and I was running one of them. And I could never get turn two right. Turn two, is, after I explained, is an off-camber turn yep. down a hill, and we're in a Honda Civic. So it scares the hell out of you when you go down that street. Well, well the good part of that, though, is though, a sport. Yeah. Right, my sport. At the time, there was a big runoff area. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was all grass <laughs> on a wall. Right. And these F1 guys just, shoot whistle down there. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, Got a lot you of know, downforce on a 77 Honda. The nice, <laughs> the nice thing about about drivers who can drive at that level in Formula One yeah. or world sports cars in the Indianapolis 500 or whatever, they're like the hockey players. You know, a million kids start out playing hockey. Yeah. And by the time they get to the NHL, there's maybe 100. And it's the same way with automobile racing. You know, perfect example now, uh, a few weeks, last week, uh, Jeff, Jeff, uh, Gordon. Jeff Gordon, mm-hmm. you know, was part of the winning team on the Rolex. Right. So here's a guy who drove NASCAR, right. you yeah. know, stock cars, all of a sudden you put him in a Cadillac, you know, Le Mans car kind of, mm-hmm. and, and, Prototype. Uh, and yeah. they win the race. Absolutely. Well, you know, Craig Hill, the late Craig Hill, yes. great Canadian champion, um, always told me, a good race car driver can drive any kind yeah. of car, mm. you know, just because. And, of course, within the racing community, they look down on the oval racers. But you know what? The oval racers can race on road courses just as good as Just a quick else. story. Jacques had a brother, Jacques, mm-hmm. right? And we were he was running the Honda Michelin Series with us as a, as a, as a star. And we go down the hill on turn four. He, I'm down on three wheels. He's down on one wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat there watching him. It's just phenomenal. These guys just sort of feel the car. They'd rather drive the car. It becomes the, part of them. That's exactly right. All right, before the wheels fall off the show, yes. we got to take a break. I don't know if you heard the music behind us. we got to take a break. Yeah, and we'll come back with some phone calls. And, All right, uh, we got a Pontiac Sunfire. we got a Ford Taurus and a Dakota. Let's find out what's happening right after this break. Okay, welcome back. It's Dave's Corner Garage. By the way, if you want tickets for the auto show, you've got to enter the contest. Dave'sCornerGarage.com. The entry form is there. You can do it on your phone or you can do it in the web. And you know we got Norris McDonald here. He's yep. talking about the car show. And We're going to be down there, by the way. I was going to say, Norris, you did miss out that one exciting event which will be all which, of us performing live <laughs> on That's stage. Right. Live on our stage. On Family Day. Tonight, on our show. <laughs> all right, let's yeah, get to our callers. Yeah, Saturday. We're going to be live Saturday at the auto show. Yes, or doing our show from there. And we're going to be back on the Monday with our town hall. So the, the town hall is the one I'd go to because there's lots of swag we're giving away. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. All right, we're going to go to uh, Bob in line one. He's got a Pontiac, and he's looking for some advice. What can we do for you, Bob? Yeah, I have a Pontiac, Xbox Pontiac Sunfire, and um, the transmission changes is okay, but there's no dipstick. Oh, for so the I transmission can... or for the motor? For the transmission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and I, I, I don't know the condition of the um, of the transmission fluid. Yeah. What's the mileage on the vehicle now? Two hundred and three thousand. It's not in very good condition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you had it forever, or did, did no, you no, buy no. it used? I, I just bought it um, about. Uh, Three weeks ago. Uh, the nice thing is, you know, we, we used to work a fair bit with Mr. Transmission, and one of the offers that they have is they will test drive your car, check the fluid level, all for no cost. Yeah. So I would go to a Mr. Transmission store and say, you know what, I'm thinking perhaps of changing if I need it, but can you look at the condition of my fluid first? Because if it's really, really, really bad, you may not want to change it, believe it or not. But okay. if it's just a little bit dirty and it would be a good thing to do, then by all means they can give you a price and it'll be a good one and you can get it done. Yeah. So that's the best thing to do as opposed to just dumping it and putting new fluid in because you can actually create a problem. Now it's automatic or standard? Automatic. Yeah. Okay. I was absolutely right. And you know, it's 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 silly from the Thank you, very much. you know from our point of view as as techs, everything works fine when a car is new and under warranty. But when it gets out of warranty, the ability to service the car is hampered because we can't check the transmission fluids. That's right. Yeah. So the, right. the theory is, if it needs fluid, it's broken. That's <laughs> what the theory is. All right, Bob. Okay. Thanks for calling. Good Thank luck. You. All right, we're going to go to Bruce next in Goodwood. He's got a question about power steering. What can we do for you, Bruce? Bruce. Hello, Bruce. <laughs> no, it, sound, it sounds like Bruce was on an ice road and he went through it, doesn't it? That's a horrible thing. All right, we're going to go to Burlington next. He was next. from Goodwood. That, they used to have a racetrack in Goodwood. Or still do? Well, they still do. Yeah. That's in England, though. No, All right, we're going we're gonna to go to Burlington next and speak to Steve, who's got a Ford Escape. What's the question there? Yeah, I have a question. I own 2015 Escape, and I was told by dealer I cannot use synthetic oil whatever they use they are oh. using and uh, i heard the other way that some mechanics are suggesting that you can use synthetic for any car i don't see why you couldn't use synthetic for yeah it. i would recommend synthetic uh, i don't know semi-synthetic or something yeah no synthetic oil isn't really oil it's it's a chemical mix that mimics what oil does it lubricates it cools it cleans but it has the ability to withstand a lot more pressure and a lot more heat so if you're using a new car, I think they all come with synthetic. Somebody is not telling you. Uh... Yeah, I would go with synthetic. The only thing that I must say, I had an interesting conversation this week, actually, with a fellow from Castro, and he was saying that, you know, the, the package that they build into the oil actually does break down faster. So even though people have been told you can go almost a year yeah. with synthetic, it's not really the case, you know, um, not to leave it more than seven, eight, nine thousand kilometers at best. So right. uh, I would do the synthetic, and I would change it a little more often than they probably recommend. I what? change every 5,000 kilometers. Well, you know what? Uh, honestly, you can certainly use it. There's no question about it. And whatever it says on the cap, that would be the prescribed oil because yeah. you don't want to get your ruin your warranty. But if you're changing it every five, you could pretty much use whatever you want. We have a saying here called RTFM, which reads, read the effing manual. Well, Ford. <laughs> It would be Ford in this case. Read the Ford manual because <laughs> it's an escape. You see? And in the uh, back of the manual, it tells you what oils to use and what temperatures and what's allowed in the vehicle. Just go through that. But I don't think there's any issue about using synthetics. I use it in every one of the cars we have. All right, Steve, thanks for calling. Have a great weekend. All righty. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk to Norris a little bit uh -huh. about Goodwood. And don't forget, too, they go to Dave's uh, Corner Garage website. What can they win? Oh, a set of tickets to the auto show. There you go. This is Dave's Corner Garage, back with way more excitement after this break. <laughs> okay, we were arguing about Goodwood Racetrack. There's a Goodwood Racetrack just near London, right? 
Yes, right. London, uh, London, London, England. England. Right, yes. and there's also one in England, which is, uh, I forgot where it was in the countryside, but they do a 50s revival where people come dressed in, in 1940s and the 50s Everybody style. has to come dressed in the period. Yes. Period costumes, that yes. That the yeah. revival, uh, the era that the revival is focusing on, so it could be pre-Second uh, World War. Yeah. It could be immediately post World War II, yeah. Second World War. And then they run the original cars. Uh, well, yes. Now, they don't race them. Oh, These they do, are, yeah. Some no. of them Well, they do. go on the track, but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, th- th- this is more of oh, an gentlemen's exhi- racing. It's more of an exhibition <laughs> than, uh, than it is an actual competition. Actually, if you like, go, like, like an all-star game, you know. <laughs> but we'll no, skate around the ice, but we're not going to really believe, whack the crap out of each other. Believe it or not, yeah. you, know, you know, last year, it was last year or the year before. Sorry, don't quote me on the mm-hmm. year. But, you know, the one person that the crowd went totally bananas over, and remember, they had Jackie Stewart there. Mm-hmm. They had Dario Franchitti S- there. Sir, yes. Alexander Rossi, the motorcycle racer, yeah. drove out there, and the crowd went, went crazy. Nuts. Mm-hmm. They have Sertes. Uh, is a two-time world champion in F1 and motorcycles. He's still around racing cars. So let's go to Goodwood, and we're going to talk to Bruce about his liberty. Bruce, how are you? Hi, Dave. Good, thanks. Good. Um, yeah, my phone went alien on me before. Yeah, we heard that. <laughs> Go ahead. How can yeah. we help? Um, I've got a leak, and I'm just trying to determine the, uh, what line it is, because ordering the part, they say, was well, it the pressure line to return? It's the one that comes out of the bottom of the power string pump loops and goes to the, I guess, the steering reservoir. Not but where the, the steering shaft goes into the rack. Is that the pressure line coming out of the bottom of the pump? The one coming out of the bottom of the pump going to the rack is definitely the high-pressure line, absolutely. Okay, so that's the one I want then. Besides, normally on a return line, believe it or not, you don't need anything fancy because there's no pressure there. There's no pressure there. So you could use just a a piece of regular fuel line Why don't you change both of them? Pardon? Why don't you change both of them? It's like if one helic goes out, the second one's going to go pretty soon. Here, it's not a big expense to change both of them. I would do both, and that way your problem is solved. You never have to look at it again. And is there is there um, a bleeding procedure like breaks in the power steering or no? What you should do is once you've are you doing this yourself? Yeah. Once you've changed the line, fill up the fluid. Well, first of all, you want to empty the reservoir, get all the old stuff out. It's a yeah. perfect time to drain it. Yeah. But what you do is then fill up the reservoir, and now without starting the car, and ideally if you've got the wheels off the ground, you want to turn the steering wheel all the way lock to lock, back and forth a number of times. And okay. again, and this is without the engine running. That's okay? correct, yeah. And you're going to push the fluid through it because otherwise if you start the engine, it'll get, the pump will make it aerated and you'll be full of bubbles. Um, okay. So do it back and forth a number of times. Make sure the level is full. Make sure you use the right fluid as well, eh? Um, yeah. Because some cars are still using automatic transmission fluids. Other cars use specifically power steering fluid. You've got to use the right fluid for the car. Okay. All righty. Well, I've got stuff rated for Chrysler, but I'll check the owner's manual, see if that's... Yeah, or it even say right on the top of the bottle itself. But a lot of times nowadays, you know, they're they're coated, and uh, that way you can get the right one. Thanks yeah, for calling. And just change both of them, because you there never you go. have a problem, right? All right, Bruce, take Good care. stuff. Next. Uh, natural gas, motor oil. Never heard of that one. What's that all about? Walter and Mississauga. What yeah. can we do for you, Walter? Yes, good morning, sir. Good Hi. morning. I love your show. Thank, Thank you. you. But what I love about the show <laughs> most like is not really the show, but the jokes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, I've been seeing natural gas oil. Natural gas oil. Yes, yeah, made made in Alberta, and um, I, 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 I even buy, I'm even using it right now. 
So it's oil that's made out of natural gas. Natural gas, and it's sold in um, in Walmart. Geez, I've never heard of that. We should look into that. Right, so the man, the oil is actually produced out of natural gas. Natural gas makes yes. a lot of sense because it's mm-hmm. the same stuff, right? Uh, what kind of vehicle are you running? Well, I have a um, Oldsmobile Silhouette, and um, and my wife have a Kia. Mm-hmm. Okay, a both Kia are good. Ford. Both not very stressed engines. So yeah, but that's interesting. I'm, we'll look into that. Thanks for the update. Yeah, man, check it out. Okay. Thank okay, you. Well, yeah, thank you. Did you. Okay, just to jump in for a second, if I can, dear Lord, did you hear where that that gas is from? Are you where you can get it? Yeah, Alberta. No, Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> yeah. So what does that mean for you? Oh, I can get it for free. <laughs> you can get a new pair of slacks and some running shoes. <laughs> and you can get a new coat. Norris get... doesn't understand. I no. buy everything on my Walmart card, and you get Walmart dollars, right? So <laughs> just walk into Walmart saying, I'm looking for some natural gas. <laughs> Thanks very much. Well, that's usually he's first he's gone through the George section where he gets his personal line of clothes yeah. there. As long as it's Walmart, I got luggage. I'm a, I'm a George man. <laughs> but I think it's a great deal. Not that I'm a, I, I invested in Walmart, but <laughs> it's a great deal. Are they a sponsor, by the way? No, I wish they were. <laughs> uh, we can call them right well, now. You just, Dave, go ahead. You just gave them five <laughs> minutes of free publicity. They can go to davescornergarage.com and put their number in. <laughs> all righty, we come back. We're going to be talking with Trevor Hutchison from Crown, as we all know, the Crown Prince. And uh, they have a new product line that they want to talk about, which is really interesting stuff. Exactly. Another service that they provide. And it's something that you really need, and uh, especially this time of year. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with Trevor and everybody else right after this break. All right, I didn't have to say it. The guy really? said it for me. What was that about an illegitimate baby between you and me? I didn't hear I, that. I, I, well, I got to find out, you know. Where are you going with that? All right, uh, Trevor's on the phone, and uh, this has got to be the name of a movie. It's called The Night Vision Package. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trevor, good morning. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. That sounds wonderful. I'm just wondering why you guys didn't put out a birth announcement, though, for your <laughs> illegitimate baby. Yeah, seriously, oh, we just found out about it. I'll have to pay more attention during the commercial breaks from now on. Fair enough. But again, this time of year, you know, it's dark for so much of the time. As a matter of fact, I think this past January was a record for the least amount of sunlight. Yes, that's true. And, uh, and you guys are doing something new, I understand. Yeah, we put together a, a night vision package. And so what this is, is it's designed to address your headlights as well as the windshield. So, you know, the two most important things next to your eyes uh, to provide better vision driving at night. So uh, anybody that's driving a vehicle that's even four or five years old, I I was telling you earlier, my own vehicle, that the headlights go cloudy. And so the lights dim, it gets much harder to see at night. So we do a headlight restoration, which basically takes that fogging effect away. And and it's a really noticeable difference. Now, you actually physically remove all this abraded uh, plastic and then recoat the headlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do a very, very light, wet sanding, basically, and then there's a, a chemical process that, that helps to clear the, the headlight up on the plastic and then a clear coat that goes on it. Um, but it's really, it's really a dramatic change. And part of this also is treating the windshield. That's right. So then, then we use a treatment called Aquapel. Uh, so it's a product made by 3M, mm-hmm. and basically it, it's an actual oil that goes on the windshield. And what it does is it helps, uh, even when you're driving at, at slower speeds, even 40, 50 kilometers, uh, the water will beat up, 
and run off the windshield. You don't need to use your wipers. But you know how in the winter that by the time you get all the salt and everything on your windshield, uh, sometimes it gets hard to see the windshield wipers will chatter in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this really takes all that away. And depending oh. on the time of year, it'll last for, on the windshield, it'll last for a good three to four months. Trevor, hang on a second. We have a call for you. A uh, gentleman wants to know. Jack from Barry. Jack, go ahead. Yeah, um, I've had car in storage for quite a few years. It's been detailed underneath, and uh, I'm not sure when I'm going to bring it out again, but uh, I just wondered if uh, I probably should, uh, you know, undercoat a, you know, it's, like I guess I don't use it on the road. It never runs in the wintertime, but uh, it's been basically in storage. I just wondered if, uh, you know, just to keep, uh, you know, I mean, the, the damn things do rust after a while, you know. What kind of car is it? It's a it's an older Chrysler Imperial. That's a nice car. Well, you say it was detailed. It wasn't physically. I mean, the, the rust was all yeah, taken it was, away. It was like you know, it was uh, like a frame off restoration. Oh, wow. Right, but the chassis wasn't painted or anything, was it? Uh, yes, it was. It was, but it's been it was it was twenty years ago. Okay, so. Trevor, all right, Trevor, can we Trevor yeah. go ahead? Yeah, because there's a lot of things when you bring a vehicle out of storage. You know, you've still got a lot of working parts, whether it's. Um, uh, you know, things like your brake lines and that, things that will tend to seize up. So the other, the other advantage to using a product like Crown that's a, that's a liquid is it'll penetrate and provide the lubrication as well. Yeah, um, right. One thing that's interesting, when was the last time it was driven? Uh, it was driven about uh, five years ago. Okay. So, so here's, here's something that can happen too is that um, when you take a vehicle out that hasn't been driven, and sometimes when you actually apply our product into areas like the leaf springs and struts and shock towers and that, you'll actually start to hear a squeaking. And the reason is is that sometimes the bushings, uh, because of not being worked, have a- are actually so seized that they'll squeak for a little bit until they kind of work themselves through. Right, right. Oh, I so, never thought of that. That's interesting. Yeah, like we, we, we've seen that on, on vehicles, and you think, well, it's a lubricant. How come it, it never squeaked before, and, and it's due to the bushings? So what, what I might suggest is we've got, we've got a shop in Barrie, and they put it up on a hoist for you. Yeah, I, I've and, already been to that shop. I've had my van well, down there. Great. I've been to the one in uh, Fredericton, too. I have a place down there at, uh, on the Hodgson Road. Uh, Graham's is the last one. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Rob Graham, okay. Bob, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm familiar with the product, but I just wondered if it was worth just doing. You know, it probably would be. I thought absolutely. Well, and you know, you know, you know, what we'll do too, Jack. Is we'll uh, we'll send you along. Dave's got a uh, got some coupons, yep. and we'll send you one out to help you with that. Well, that's great. Thank okay. you so much. So don't hang up. Um, Sebastian's okay. going to take your phone number and your information, and then we'll get that out to you. Perfect. Thank okay. you very much, gentlemen. All right, Jack. Trevor, back to your the uh, the different the new processes that you have. Are, can you buy those separately, or is it part of the whole rust proofing package? Uh, no, you you can buy the packages separately. So together, the night vision package is is ninety nine ninety five. Now that's the headlights and the windshield, correct? That's right. If if you if you bought them separately, mm-hmm. uh, it'd be one hundred and twenty nine ninety five. Okay, yeah. night vision package. See further. Stop sooner. Be safer. I, I like it. We, we, we may steal that from you. Coming to your <laughs> internet. <laughs> All righty. Uh, crown.com if you want more information on this. And we're going to send out a $50 discount coupon to Jack, to and, Jack Barry. and Barry. Trevor, and, thanks uh, for joining thanks us. Thanks for joining us, Bear. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to get this done to my classic car. Good idea. Yeah. 
I haven't figured out which You haven't got a car. <laughs> <laughs> have to buy it first. <laughs> have to buy it first. Well, maybe we'll see one at the auto show. There All you right, go. Hey, we're good. All right, we'll be right back with uh, Dave McLean, who is the manager of the auto show, and he's going to fill us in on all the information. And again, you can get tickets at davescornergarage.com. Just uh, fill out the email address and your phone number, and then Steve will pick the winner next week. There all right. You go. This Got is a job. Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back with more interesting facts and information right after this break. All righty, we're back. And on the phone is Dave McLean, even though I call it McLean. I don't know. I'm all confused. David, how are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you doing? Good. So what, how do you actually pronounce your last name? McLean. There you McLean. go. Steve yeah. was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to tell you what the, uh, what the translation is uh, in Spanish because it's not, uh, it's not really uh, um, uh, um, promoting uh, masculine uh, uh, attributes. We're but, not uh, going for that. Oh, really? <laughs> I never heard of that. Yeah, you yeah. didn't know about the motor oil made out of natural gas either. <laughs> Come on, just take it easy on me. <laughs> All righty, the auto show. It's it's one of the, you know what, it's the beginning of the car sales season, I guess, is when the auto show hits Toronto. Uh, it's at the um, Metro Toronto Convention Center. And we have a couple of questions we're going to ask you. One of them is, we have daycare. Yes, of course. The Volkswagen Children's Playcare Center. They've been with us for almost 20 years now. And, you know, it, it's great to bring the kids down to the auto show. But depending on their age, uh, parents might want to take a little break. So they have the opportunity to leave them with uh, professional uh, playcare service and, and uh, roam the show in, in, in relative peace and calm, at least, uh, you know, compared to when you have the kids with you. So, so that, that's what are a great the family age, feature. What is the age that uh, the daycare takes? Do you know? Well, it, it depends, really. Uh, but up, upwards of uh, eight years of age is generally the audience that, uh, uh, you know, that, or the kids, rather, that they draw. So it's, uh, but uh, they're pretty flexible there. They're a great group of people. Mm-hmm. So you have alumni now. You can probably have a, a reunion because if it's yeah, 20 years. Right. You'll, you'll have people coming in and uh, saying, I remember when I was there. Yeah, they never, we never had blocks, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All righty. Uh, the dates of the show? Well, the dates of the show are February 17th to 26th, on just over, uh, or just under two weeks, rather. And yeah. uh, we'll be open every day from 10.30 a.m. until 10 p.m. Of course, on the opening day, it won't start till noon because we have an industry morning that's scheduled. And on the closing Sunday, 10.30 a.m. until 6 p.m. How many people actually go through the show? Well, last year we did just over 321,000 people. Wow. So it was uh, our biggest year ever. Wow. Uh, it shows the, the popularity of the automobile and the importance that it plays in, you know, in, in terms of our overall our history, which is a big part of it this year with our theme being O Canada. And Dave, I'm sure you know this, but many of your listeners might not, that... Uh, Canada being a uh, 150 years old this year, it's just a, it's no coincidence that uh, so is the automobile in this country. We had the first, uh, call it a relative car, it was a steam buggy introduced to Canada in, uh, back in 1867. So wow. it's... Uh, we're able to build on that this year. Well, Norris would know that. Well, I was there. I, <laughs> Norris, he I, wasn't I was, there. Uh, no, no, I was there. That, <laughs> oh, you were that's there. That's the whole point. <laughs> you, you invented that car, didn't you, Norris? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, developers? I knew where you were heading with this, Dave. <laughs> let, Dave, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, this is, I men- mentioned this earlier in the program. This is an incredibly complex exercise. Uh, number one, the planning. When do you actually start planning the next year's auto show i mean a week after you close this one what's what's the process uh how long does it take you to get all the cars together and then moving them all in has got to be one of the great construction jobs if you want to put it that way 
Yeah, you know what, Norris, you know what it's like to put these things together. And uh, right now we've actually got plans in place for 2018. Uh, wow. If you're going to work with manufacturers and they're going to get some of their international uh, office support, then you have to have these plans in place. But, um, you know, really, if you say, uh, uh, Ernest, when, did you, when do you start? Well, we tear apart this year's show following the conclusion. We'll uh, do a review in terms of patron surveys, manufacturer surveys, figure out what people liked, what they didn't like, what they'd like to see more of. And then we start building next year. So it really is a year-round job. You know, what people don't realize is that there's a lot of social activity going on with the show, with the dealers, with TADA and all that stuff. So, yeah, you're saying it's a full-time job. But it's a lot of politicking going on. Well, you know what? They, they, Toronto and the, and the uh, you know, this, this being uh, one of the central markets in Canada, is uh, it's a very important market from a volume perspective. So... You know, manufacturers, the dealer marketing associations, the individual dealers want to take advantage of this opportunity when people are really getting excited about, you know, the new car buying experience and the opportunity to buy in preparation for that ever-important uh, spring season. Well, actually, a great question, um, Dave Allen here. Um, can people actually buy cars there? The, the event itself is licensed. Uh, you know, the manufacturers take on more of a, you know, product-neutral position. Mm -hmm. That is that they have uh, product advisors on place, and so... Uh, working within the the exhibit areas and and uh, guiding people as to you know the value of their own brand their own product mm -hmm. uh, more so than than trying to sell people on it. But the, but the the advisors let's call them um, are they actual sales guys? The different manufacturers do uh, do take different positions. So yes, the show itself is licensed to sell. Uh, it just depends on whether or not the manufacturers want to uh, uh, position it that way. All right, Dave, listen, you're going to stick around for a couple more minutes? Yeah, absolutely. All right, super. We've got to take a break. I don't know if you can hear the music in the background because i got a couple of questions. I and ask. I'll give you some history of the show. There you go. And Dave. i got a couple of questions. All, All right, get in line. <laughs> Sorry, number 43, next, next. Thank you. Did you want the sausage or the... Uh... <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage and Delicatessen. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. We figured this all out. I'm going to ask you the first question, Dave. Norris is going to be the second question, and we'll be out of time when as far as Alan well, well, I got a question, too. <laughs> okay. So the show actually started in 74 at the International Center up by the airport, and the only reason they went up there is because there was parking and you could sell cars. Is there parking down here? Well, is there parking? I mean, is there free parking? Yeah. You know, it was a great feature that we had for a number of years, Dave, but, uh, you know, uh, as you'll note, uh, there have been a number of... Uh, condominiums and new buildings that have been uh, erected down by the uh, Metropolitan yes. Toronto Convention Center. So it's, it's, it's more difficult for us to build a broad-based program like that, but certainly there is uh, enough parking that's accessible uh, to the, uh, the venue itself. And, and it's quite easy to get to take transit. Yeah, right? but they have a well, shuttle bus too. Yeah, and, and that's probably one of the most important uh, aspects of the Metro Toronto Convention Center, other than it's just a great venue, but is the, uh, the way that it's served by public transportation. I mean, it really is a, the, the best location for this. And, you know, when you think about uh, more than 30% of uh, attendees taking public transit to the show, that means that over 100,000 people will take public transportation to the auto show this year. Interesting. Norris? I was going to say, I do appreciate the irony. And by the way, Dave, it is really kind of the only way, but it is ironic that everybody says, take public transit to the auto show. Yeah. Right? Well, TTC, TTC stands for take the car. Take the car. I know you said that. Dave, you know, you know Toronto's in a bit of a tough a situation in that Detroit, where all the big unveilings take place uh, in January, uh, Montreal, uh, L.A. jumps the gun on everybody just before Christmas. 
Um, but I understand this year that there's going to be one or two global debuts here at this show and a whole bunch of North American ones. Maybe uh, maybe you're familiar and can talk about that. Yeah, there, there are some that I, I believe there's still an embargo on it, so I, I can't uh, right. go into that right now. But there is, uh, I believe we have 41 national uh, and international unveilings this year. Of, of course, oh. the one that I can talk about that's going to be you know, part of the big hype this year, uh, and you'll find that in the Toronto Star exhibit this year, is the Aston Martin Red Bull 001. And I know you know about it, Norris, but this is uh, this is quite a coup for the auto show in that this is the first time that this car will be seen at any auto show in uh, North America, and one of the few times that it's ever been seen, period. Absolutely. And, it, and I did an interview with uh, Dr. Andy Palmer, who is the CEO of uh, Aston Martin just a few days ago. It, the story will be in Toronto Star Wheels next Saturday. And he said that this is going to be, when they finish doing the complete development, the fastest road car in the world. Wow. The fastest. And they're only going to make 150 total. And if you happen to have a spare $3 million around, that's what it's going to cost you. So that's good to know. You're giving us the inside line because I've been asked that a lot so far is what will the retail price be? And I said, well, I said, I don't know. I would expect that it's north of $2 million. So you're telling us it's closer to three. Well, it's, that's uh, Well, sure, now up. you tell me. I just dropped a big deposit for the GT1 <laughs> Ford, you know, with the double twin turbocharged million horsepower. And by the way, and this is going to be faster, you're and telling that doesn't, me. And that doesn't take into consideration the sales tax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and PDI and freight. <laughs> you know, it's amazing while these cars got north of 1,000 horsepower. It's just unbelievable, right? And just imagine stuck on Young Street with a 1,000. Yeah, yeah. Just when you thought that the uh, the horsepower race was over and that everything was moving towards green, yeah, that's a very important part of our show this year as well. But it's uh, you're right, Dave. It's uh, manufacturers seem to be covering all of their bases. Just phenomenal, what's going on? You mean the, I mean the Red Bull car is not a hybrid, is what you're telling us? It's not a hybrid or hybrid or electric vehicle. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Right. Just but, it's got a, but it's got a push button start, so we should be okay that way. <laughs> all righty, Dave. Thank you so much. Uh, we're, right, we're giving away tickets for the show, as we talked about it, if you if they go to our website. More information, uh, what's the website of the car show? It's autoshow.ca. Best way to buy tickets. Yeah, and it's a great, you know, even if the weather's cold outside, it's a nice walk. You can walk in there for almost an hour and, and still not see everything. <laughs> hey, plan to spend the day. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. We call it the total automotive experience, and that's what makes us different from just about every other auto show in North America is, the, you know, the classic cars, the the green feature, uh, auto exotica. I mean, we've really got something for every automotive enthusiast. So we're excited this year, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, uh, Dave. Yes. Just very quickly, if I can add, uh, if you want to drive an electric car, you can at the auto show oh, this the year. Audi is oh, the cool. Yeah. They yeah. have an Audi exhibit, right, downstairs? Yeah. If, if, if you're curious about whether it's different than the car that you drive, you can find out at the auto show. Now, That's you're going to meet us. At the Auto Show, we're going to be there February the 18th. We're going to be broadcasting fr- this show from there, so you're going to get to see what we actually look like. I'll get dressed this time. Actually, that was one of the first <laughs> times I had had the opportunity to drive electric cars, and it is a different experience, like the, you mentioned. We went in the States, remember? Exactly, yeah. but but the nice thing is there's no pressure here. I mean, you, no. you, you usually have different cars that you can drive to see the difference because you have full electric, you have hybrid, and, uh, again, no pressure to buy it, and uh, it's, they're fun to drive. I want to drive the Bolt. The and Chevy it's someone Bolt. else's, so you don't have to worry about whacking Okay, we're also going to be at the Town Hall mm-hmm. Monday, which is Family Day, which is the biggest day of the show. They expect over 100,000 people 
come family day. Well, over that weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it is a, it's really the first long weekend. Everybody's been, you know, I mean, we haven't, haven't had a break since New Year's. Yep. And uh, family day is a great place. And the auto show is the perfect place to take the kids and the whole family. Exactly. Regardless of, of the weather, you can go there and have a Absolutely. great time. So you're doing something. We're, do, we're there from one to two. You're, uh, you're doing we're doing something new this year called Auto Show Live, mm-hmm. where we're going to have a series of stage presentations, panel discussions about the future of electric cars. Right. There are still people who don't really think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to talk about autonomous driving and self-driving cars. There will be some interviews. Bill Brack, who drove three Canadian Grand Prix, I'm going to interview him. We're going to have a great time. This will be throughout the show. Go ahead, wow. Steve. Steve wants to say There's something. There's just so much information. Thank you. And we're going to be there doing Dave's Corner Garage live on AM 740 on February 18th. Right. Okay. Can I get an autonomous car to pick me up to bring me down there? Somebody's going to bring you. Because then I wouldn't have to pay for parking. Pencils will bring you some deli. (laughs) There's a difference between an autonomous car and a driverless car, by the way. Yeah, there is. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the difference after. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Norris, thank you for joining us. Norris is the editor emeritus for the Toronto Star Wheel section. Alan, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming, and so, uh, it's been a pleasure. And a special thanks to Trevor Hutchison and Dave McLean. And, uh, I want to thank Sebastian, all the callers who did you. call in, too. And Steve, thank you. And I want to thank my mother, my brother. <laughs> What's that guy used to say? Are you are you filling in time here? <laughs> no, that... I'm just waiting for the music to start. Thank Bill Belichick <laughs> and Tom Brady. And, uh, all righty. Keep the shiny Falcons. side up. Go Falcons. Greasy side down, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.